Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Your Success at Last DNA. Doing those necessary actions, getting those needed attitude adjustments. How was your weekend? Was it rocking? I tell you what, if you had half a good as weekend as I did, then you had a rocking weekend. I just, you know, it wasn't like I did anything super special, super out of the ordinary. You know, sometimes it's just nice to spend some time with people you love, uh, having a little bit of fun. Even something like going to the mall can really be fun with the right people around. So I hope you had a wonderful weekend and you are ready to take on the week. You are, right? Just go ahead and nod your head. No, don't, no, no, don't shake your head. <laughs> All right. Well, as most of you know, and for those of you who don't, this is Your Success at Last DNA brought to you by YourSuccessAtLast.com. Me, I'm your host, Tracy Ace Brinkman, Sergeant Major Motivation around these here parts, uh, here to bring you that motivational oomph every single day, some of those core inspirational building blocks to help you get what you need to get done, done, right? Uh, and every day we always start off with a question of the day. We have a different question for each day of the week. And we're coming at you Monday through Friday here. Today's question is, how do you feel? Hmm? Obviously, I'm doing pretty dang good myself. And then you follow that question up with, how do you want to feel? So many, many folks get the Monday moans. Yo, oh, it's Monday. Blah, blah, blah. And they usually get them starting about Sunday afternoon. You know, they've had fun on Friday afternoon on into Saturday and Sunday morning's good. And about Sunday afternoon, they start thinking about, oh, I don't know, worry about, blah, 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 right? So that's how they feel. And, but they don't go to the next point of how do you want to feel? And if you start connecting the two together, then you're, you'll start creating actions that get you from those potential Monday moans to some Friday frolics. Okay, so go from how do you feel to how do you want to feel? Do you want to feel strong? Do you want to feel confident? You want to feel like a leader? Well, that's what we're going to talk about here today with becoming an effective leader. I want to give you four a four step approach to becoming an effective leader. See, when you're in a position of leadership, both the amount as well as the quality of your work output depends on not only you, but your team. So thus, consequently, your skills as a leader. And that's just, it's just that. It's skills. And here's the cool thing about that. These skills can be developed. They can be learned. They can be taught. And they can be grown. You hear the sayings, oh, he was born to be a leader. And leaders aren't born. They're, you know, they're, they're not created. They're born. And you know, there are probably people out there that are born with an innate ability to become a leader. I'll give you that. But the cool thing is, like I just said, leadership skills can be learned. They can be developed. And all it takes is learning the keys to effective leadership and practicing. There it is. It's like public speaking. I know, Dread. Oh, don't tell me to talk about public speaking. But public speaking is a learned skill. When you're uncomfortable, you face it. You learn the little tricks of the trade, so to speak, how to do this, how to do that, how to manage your, your, your material. It's the same thing with leadership. Becoming an effective leader, it's, it's not an overnight task. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's super easy, right? It's not an overnight task. But what really, what's really going to matter when it comes to growing your leadership skills is consistency. What really matters is consistency in the process. 
A good starting point is going to be some of the information I'm going to give with you here. Practice that and then grow from there and enhance yourself and become the leader you believe you can be. You, I tell you what, become the leader I believe you can be. Yeah, how about that? So once you've mastered this approach, you'll be able to be uh, more capable of going on to uh, getting any leadership role or any leadership position that you might be looking for. And might, maybe some ones you're not looking for now, but may present themselves as you show your leadership skills. All right? So the first thing is vision. You know, you got to have a vision. And a lot of us work for, uh, work with or for bigger companies who have a vision. And then inside of that, there may be departments who have a piece of that vision. Or maybe you're an entrepreneur and you have your own business. You're going to need to have a vision. And then believe in the vision. See, knowing the vision of your team and actually believing in it is perhaps, no, not perhaps, is the most significant step towards becoming an effective leader. See, at the end of the day, leading a team really just means inspiring the, uh, the motivation and the trust of your team members. And the best way, the sure, surest way to do this is to prove to them that you have belief in what you're doing as a team, belief in that vision. So the first step you should do is develop a good understanding of what the vision is, right? What are we trying to accomplish? What are we going to do? What is, what is it we are here to accomplish? And determine whether or not something you can live up to. And if you can't, well, then there's a decision to be made there about your role as a leader on that team, okay? Next, use every chance that you have to sell that vision to the team. And I don't just mean you sit there and just keep trying to convince them. I mean in, in your in your demeanor and how you carry yourself and how you do your work. Show them that you live it, you breathe it, you eat it, you sleep it, and they're gonna realize it's something to grab onto. It's something to get behind. Get behind me, get behind this vision. I tell you what, we're gonna take on the world. <laughs> Feel the passion on that one, right? Okay. Then after that be a good team builder, all right? So as a leader, you're going to need support of your teammates. And selecting your team is going to be critical in that. So in selecting your team members, I want you to seek out people who can understand the vision right? and then support it. Uh, I've, seen, I've seen great leaders uh, end up falling flat on their faces on uh, some important projects and some not so important projects because they selected team members who had great skill sets but couldn't get behind the vision. Either they didn't understand it or they understood it and were like, eh, whatever, no big deal, let's get off my nose, right? right? So first, identify those who have a passion for the vision, who can get behind it, first can understand it, and they can get behind it and support it. Then identify within that set those who fill the roles, right? Those who have the skills that you need to fill the roles. Be very, very careful in selecting uh, selecting teammates on emotion. All right, this is a big one. Here's another one, and I've done this in the past. I think we all have, probably. And I've seen it happen, and it really can make leaders look poor, like poor leaders, or not leaders at all. So you don't want to you want to be careful on selecting teammates on merit, not emotions. Because so, sometimes, you know, we've all done it, right? Uh, people, you, you recognize them, uh, and you give them an opportunity based on an emotional position. It's a friend you've known forever, and or, you know, it's someone that's been with the company forever, and you think, you know, I'm just going to give them a shot. 
And when you do this, sometimes they'll use every chance they get when they realize they've gotten that uh, position based on emotions. They'll use every chance they get to play on your emotions for additional favors, for additional opportunities. All right? You don't want that. You want team members that you know that that you know they know they've gotten their their uh, opportunity, their position based on merit. Because if they're sitting there believing, yeah, I did such a great job, I got this opportunity. Guess what? They're going to continue to do a great job to get the next opportunity, as opposed to the the uh, the, uh, the emotions one. Oh, I got this one because I've known him for 20 years, and another opportunity shows up. Oh well, he gave me the last one. He'll give me this one. You feel me? All right. So next. You want to be a good negotiator. Once you've been able to gain the trust of your team members, all right, your next step is to master your negotiation skills. So you've got a vision, all right? You've got you've built your team, you've gained their trust. Now you want to hone and master your negotiation skills. Because as a leader, this not only means negotiating within the team, so those best you get all the results you're looking for, but also succeeding in external negotiations. For the best interest of your team as well as your business, and and just be honest, just take a moment to say, and for yourself as well. But you you're not going to want to overemphasize one over the other, right? When you're bringing your team up, you're bringing yourself up. So if you're negotiating for the success of your team, you are being successful in the process. If you're negotiating for the success of the business, the team is successful, and you are being successful in the process. So always negotiate. Fairly, so that others will continue to trust you, right? And negotiate smartly for the well-being of yourself, your team, and your business. And then finally, be a good delegator. While identifying the ideal team is really a success in itself. I mean, how many people have been unable to do that to pick the right team, the right skill sets by people with people that can get behind the, the vision, right? So just being able to do that is a big, huge pat on the back. So while identifying the ideal team is success in itself, right? Because like I said, you've known that you've picked people who are capable of excelling in the tasks that you're going to assign them. Well, guess what? Now it's time to start assigning those tasks effectively. That's where the delegation comes in. Becoming good delegator is going to follow is going to involve studying the strengths of each member of your team so that you can effectively match those strengths, those skill sets, you might say, with the tasks you need to get accomplished. And you were probably thinking about that back when you were picking the team. And then you want to take this one step further and watch for potential success capabilities of each member of your team and then as your team as a whole so that you can start pushing them to grow a little bit. So maybe Blake is a great person at grabbing data and analyzing it, right? But he hasn't been doing so good at, at presentations, but you see every time he gets the opportunity, he tries his hardest. So you want to give him additional opportunities to grow um, his skill set, thus enhancing your team, thus showing your leadership capabilities. All right? So here's the thing. Becoming an effective leader is an achievement I guarantee you, you will be proud of. Okay? And trust me when I say this, you have what it takes to earn the title Outstanding Leader of the Day, of the Week, of the Month, of the Year, of the Century, of the Decade. Maybe it should have been the other way around, right? Of the, of the Decade, then of the Century, right? You have what it takes to earn the title of Outstanding Leader. All you have to do is have a vision. 
And if you have to create it, then gosh darn create it. Right? Have a vision that people can rally around. Build a good team. Sharpen your negotiation skills. Then learn and utilize the power of negotiation. By using that simple baseline, that guideline, you'll be able to sharpen your leadership skills and prove why you are the best person to not only to lead the team, but the best person for any future leadership positions you may that may present themselves that you desire. All right. So tomorrow we're going to talk about achieving greater success. Now that you've got your leadership skills under your belt, talk about achieving greater success with your daily motivation regimen. All right. So until then, I'm going to leave you like I always do. Think successfully. Take action. Catch you later. Bye-bye.